0: Hi everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk and I'm your host Leela Winston. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's Bible study. I want to encourage you to grab your Bible as we go into the Word of God. As you know, we come together to study in the Word of God so that we can practically apply it in our lives and also so that we can find the purpose of our lives. And so today we are going to be studying something very interesting about the nature of God and how that impacts us and the way that we interact in the world with those around us. So maybe you're at your job and maybe something has happened or you know, have, you have a certain kind of interaction with one person or another. I want to show you some ways where God may be using that to further his purpose and his work in the earth and that you shouldn't always think that just because something happens and you don't understand it or it wasn't an interaction you liked that it didn't have a purpose. So let's go ahead and jump into this um bible study if you can go ahead and grab your bible we're going to read in mark chapter 3 verses 3 and 7 so it is short but um let's go ahead and get started and it says and he said unto the man which had the withered hand stand forth and he said unto them is it lawful to do good on the sabbath day or to do evil to save a life or to kill but they held their peace and when he had looked around about on them with anger being grieved for the hardness of their hearts he said unto the man stretch forth your hand and he stretched it out and his hand was restored whole as the other And the pharisees went forth straightway, took counsel with the herodians against him how they might destroy him so christ's words you know were not for those who were there They were sort of for them, and they sort of weren't. But I want you to understand there's this really interesting concept that goes on with Christ when he's dealing with people, where he's dealing with the exact situation, but he's also dealing with other things that they don't know or understand. And it's the same way in our lives. If you look in Revelation chapter 1, verse 4, it says that he is the God who was, is, and is to come. So it's speaking that, it's saying that, you know, he is a God that has efficacy in the now, in the past, and in the future to come, and that this is a continual state, okay? So he says his sheep knows his voice. So there's certain things you're going to hear when he's speaking in your life, and there's certain things that other people are going to hear, okay? So do you think that he performed that miracle for the religious leaders? That's what I want to ask you. Do you think he performed that miracle Of healing on the Sabbath day for the religious leaders? No, he did it for the man with the withered hand. He did it for the people who would follow him then and in time to come. He did it for you and I to understand the law of love versus um, the law that we could not perform. And he proves that we could not perform it by saying, Don't you even go and save your own ox or sheep if they fall and need watering on the Sabbath. This was not to show that they had compassion for the sheep. It was to show that they really couldn't keep that law of the Sabbath day. If you're not supposed to work, if your sheep falls into a well or your goat falls into a well, are you just gonna let it die and bleed? Oh, this is the Sabbath, so I'm not going there. that's what they should have done but that's what they weren't done and what he was showing them is see you're not even keeping the Sabbath and you think you are and now you want to charge me for saving one of my sheep that has fallen into the well when you will go and get one of your sheep who's fallen into the well on my holy day and if I can do this on my holy day as the Lord of the Sabbath then You know, if you can do it on my holy day, then I should be able to do it on my own holy day. So I think this is really a big part of what God is saying when he talks about how they go and get their own sheep. So he really is trying to get them to see that he is here for the sheep. And we're getting that picture when we see him do a miracle on the Sabbath day. Christ routinely did things he knew would trigger his enemies because he knew what it would cause them to do. It also revealed their nature. I think this is really awesome. You know, whether they had good or bad intentions, whether they could see him as a prophet or as a God. And this is really key because some people can see you as, you know, I don't know, the mailman, but they can't see you as a prophet. Some people can see you as a preacher, but they can't see you as an apostle. Some people can see you as a mom, but they can't see you as a businesswoman. Some people can see you as, you know, uh, a husband, but they can't see you as, you know, something else. And that's really the point here is that God does some of these things and it really helps to reveal people. And I think sometimes we are afraid to do things that we know God wants us to do because we're afraid that it might reveal people. But I wanna encourage you to do it because it's going to reveal people. And that's so key. People, are they really on your side? Do they really want you to do that? What is the real reason for it? Remember, God is omniscient, okay? He knows everything. And although there is no perfect wisdom or knowledge on the earth except for His, the Bible tells us that His wisdom is perfect, converting the soul and proverbs chapter 20 verse 21 verse 30 tells us that there is no wisdom or knowledge against the holy okay what this means is you can't even in your own mind formulate anything that's going to win god or supersede his plan or you're going you're never going to outwit god And just knowing that should humble you. I know when I first got this concept, I think I was like a new Christian and I just fell upon this verse. And I remember reading it, thinking, wait, like there's no way I can, I can't trick God. I can't, you can't deceive God. You can't tell him something that isn't true. That's why it's so important to be naked before God. He knows anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, you know, as a new Christian, you know, you live, you're coming out of thinking that there are certain things that you can do and whatnot to you know make this promise to God and, and say this or whatever Lord God I'll never do it again you're into that thought process so you don't realize that God is looking at the whole from beginning to end he knows you so you're not tricking God you know he knows okay and not, I think that's powerful to understand you know That, you know, he is the one who can instruct you, that leads you to your enemy's missteps and precipitates their downfall. So even the most common thing he could have you do that doesn't seem like it matters will be the way it's done, not the way you think it's done. Your mistakes can help God to do the thing he wanted to do in that situation. So don't ever discount that. And when I say your mistakes, I don't mean the bad things that you do. You think, oh, I I wanted to say this, or I didn't say that right, or I'm slow of speech, or I seem this way. All of those things work together for good. So you may think it's a bad thing. You may think it has precipitated a bad thing. Oh, I was not able to, I don't know, pick up the heavy couch or whatever. You may think it's bad that you don't have that strength, but God can use that fact to move things along, to make things happen in your life. So be careful for how you evaluate the things in your life that you think, "Hmm, went wrong, or you're not sure about, or God is using those things. God intentionally healed that man on the Sabbath, and that seemed like a bad idea, especially in front of those guys who decided, let's go conspire together with the Herodians. But it had a big, perfect purpose, because there's no wisdom or knowledge against the Holy. God knows everyone completely. Therefore, his will is unstoppable, because he knows exactly what to do next. That is the power in being purpose-led. God gets his will. God isn't trying to get his will. He's not hoping to get his will. He will get it. The only difference is what you or I decide to do, who we decide to align ourselves with. Why do you think Satan is going to and fro the earth trying to find who he may destroy? It's because he knows he's already done. The only thing that he can do is get you to align with the losing side. That's really honestly the bottom line is he's trying to get you come on his team like you know his team is losing so he's kind of Satan is kind of jealous of you because you're on the winning team where you have the possibility of getting on the, win- willing, uh, the winning team he doesn't he doesn't have that possibility anymore so when he looks at you he's envious he sees that you can make a choice you still have a choice he doesn't that is why he goes to and fro the earth and so you don't want to do and make any hasty decisions because you feel like you're inadequate in some area you made a mistake you failed whatever it is you don't want to make hasty decisions you want to see what god will do because god always always gets his will god healed that man with a withered hand on the sabbath intentionally To demonstrate and to teach us and to set in motion our deliverance. Do you see how he used something that looked bad? Oh, they're now going to conspire to heal us, to glorify his own God, to be, you know, set up high on the throne right next to the Father? This, it promoted him. So you have to be careful. You never know what's going to promote you in God's economy. Be still and know. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. God bless. Bye.